and you're listening to Get Trashed with Emma. This week, we are talking all things Oscars, red carpet hair trends, who's going to look amazing on Sunday night's show, best and worst looks through the ages, and we're going to be joined by the main man himself, Harry Gosh, one of the top hairstylists in the world. We can't wait to chat with him. joined today by the fabulous Beth Kapoor, who's our deputy beauty and, and style director. Emma Wise, Goddess is on vacation, as we are this week. It's true. It's true, especially because today in New York, it's not a very good hair day. It's a terrible hair day. It's right? like a bomb cyclone. It's raining. It's windy. It's, it's not a good hair day at all. But we are very excited because Sunday is the night that Oscars happen in America. It's the Oscars. Oh, my God. It's the Oscars. It is the Super Bowl of red carpet beauty and style. It is. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Why are you not singing with me, Beth? Because I don't want people to go to start turning off their podcasts because they're listening to that voice. (laughs) I don't really have a great voice either, but I get really excited about the Oscars. As you know, red carpet season has been going since January. We've been working a lot of weekends, but, you know, other than working a lot of weekends, we have seen a lot of really fantastic hairstyles and makeup looks and red carpet dresses, and I'm actually so excited to see what the culmination, what the Mac Daddy, the biggest and baddest award show of them all, the Oscars, I can't wait to see what's going to be on the red carpet. Absolutely. I think it's like, you know, it's our biggest day of the year when we're under beauty and style vision, and... You know, we're kind of loading up and going, getting ready. We're trying to prep, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we are. We're, we're flexing our muscles. So things that you love seeing during this award season as a whole. Um, you know, Coco Williams is really just a been killing it. Yeah. The Lowens is one of her hairstylists. Adir Abrazel, who's one of our favorites. Wonderful. I've been really into Margot Robbie, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Margot Robbie, first of all, she's just gorgeous. She can do no wrong. And but she's got such a great sense of style, and she's been doing a lot more playful, I think, in this past year with her, you know, whatever we're doing. But it's, you know, it's awesome in this great, fresh, kind of classic old news Hollywood with a modern twist to the title. Totally. Yeah, she is such a, like, old school Hollywood, modern gaze. I love that she just wears that, like, I call it a wob, a wavy, lo- a wavy long bob. But it's just sexy the way that she has it cut. It's like, it's not a mom bob. No. It's a wob. Yeah. And it's really versatile. She can do so much with it. It's just, I mean, she constantly is surprising us with it. And I love this sort of, you know, this vibe of, like, not being overly precious on the red carpet, being very chic and modern, and she hasn't been afraid to show her natural texture. She's really around the texture, period. You know, set style and, you know, things that are almost, you know, look a little almost dirty or gritty, but but just something with a little more interest. Yeah, which is really fun. Totally. All right, so, you know, we're going to have a main man, not just any main man, but the most major main man come on and and join us today. Can you guess who we're going to be talking to? I have a feeling it's Harry Dunn. Oh, my God. Harry (laughs) Dunn. The most fabulous hairstylist in the world. He also created favorite hair tool and everyone's favorite hair tool basically and braid dryer yeah kind of amazing and 
she's done so many incredible hand-up videos and she created Giselle via her hair. That's always the thing that I like to tell parents. Find your hair. Find your hair. You know, it's like everybody wants. It's good. Mm -hmm. I love Young Beauty. Hair. Yeah. Absolutely. And I tell them. And that hair color. Yeah. The hair color that launched a thousand copycats. A million copycats. The Ombre. Thank God Ombre went away, but that, that still like sunkissed fabulous Giselle hair is, is never going to go out of style and fabulous. And I did Giselle's hair color in her front because Manhattan Front went many moons ago. Love that. And not to mention he's just a nice guy. He has a super nice vibe. I Googled him. Yeah. I dig him. He's a great guy. Should we get him on the phone? Yeah, let's call him. Harry, is that you? How are you, boo? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, we were just talking about how the Oscars is like the Super Bowl of beauty and style. It is without a, a, without a doubt, and I think what's happened um, gradually over the years, especially in the last ten years, um, I would say more than anything, I feel like the red carpet game has been lifted much higher than it was even twenty years ago. Um, I've been in the business twenty five years. I've been watching the Oscars pretty much my whole life, and I think that what's happened is the effect. in the last, like, five, 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 seven years, yeah. we are inevitably upping the red carpet game because yeah. it's a battle out there. It is a battle for headline winners to, like, who can come up with the coolest, most interesting, special, appropriate hairstyle that looks modern and timeless and still enough that it garners attention. So the Oscars and celebrities are really benefiting from the war that's going on in the beauty world. It's so, so fun. It's fun to catch them. A lot of, like, fresh, modern takes. Like, people are taking risks. They're not afraid. They're doing some cool things. And then some people are also doing, like, you know, old-school Hollywood vibes and speaking with their voice. No, definitely. And that's why I think it's so cool that Nestle is starting to get into it. Like, you know, I consider myself a classic hairdresser myself. I'm definitely more on the lines of uh, if I was if I was to say if I was to have three designers, so I'd be more of a, a, a Calvin Klein than a Jeremy Scott. I'd be more <laughs> like I just I, I like simple, clean, classic lines. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a show factor. If that's something that's kind of wild and out there, I'm definitely that guy who just loves hair that looks beautiful more than interesting, uh, rather than the phrase that interesting. And interesting is different on a red carpet, you know, because when you see a ton of pretty, interesting stands out because at least they're different. Totally. So, you know, I, I think that's wonderful because we finally have a sea of people getting these girls ready. And now they're really becoming more bridal than we've ever seen on a carpet before. So I feel like it's a great time for beauty, like really good time for beauty, to see what people are coming up with, what the innovations are with makeup, with hair, transsexies, all this stuff that people like into the hair, the glue, the glitter, you know, the metal, the accessories. I don't know. We've come along so far. I think it's just a really exciting time for everyone to watch. I agree. And now we were just talking before we called you about your hijacked hair tool range. And I feel like every red carpet hairstylist uses them. I I have to say it was, there was nothing more exciting to me than for me to turn on my Instagram and find a tag that said, purchase live my hair range so much red carpet look and it's been awesome because the market is saturated people have plenty of options when it comes to tools and products 
of that machine crew uh, for a particular day, something from a small tiny brand that became a rocket ship. Of course, Bill Gaither was a useless of a lot uh, for sure. And as someone who creates uh, a lot of that memory, there's nothing more gratifying than getting honest feedback from the people you respect that say, yes, you have made a great story and it's helped me create my red carpet look. So I feel really elated by the comeback that that happened. So for me, I still have two kind of things when I think of awards that come and go. I'm in the game. I'm excited that I get, I can get my look. But I'm also kind of creator of a tool that I'm just as happy as if everyone else uses my tool and I don't win the game. So either way, I'm just like it's a double win for me all the time. Is there one of the tools that gets used more often in celebrities than any other? Is it the wand? It's the Brill wand, yeah. The Brill wand is by far the most used clothing line in uh, the high professional world. Um, you know, the, the, the greats of all the greats, people like Darren and Serge and uh, Eugene and, you know, even Guido has used the wand in wigs that he does. And so there are a lot of decisions that are just as you broke the above this time because of the, you know, just the ease in using it. And, you know, I think that's kind of a Euro thing. You know, there's a bit of a hairdryer war that went down the moment when the dryer was up there. But, you know, there's definitely a battle out there right now. And I feel there's a lot of other people that have come in and thrown new technology. But I'm just really excited because the honor is my personal favorite as well. Our listeners come to us to hear about celebrities. So let's get right into it. And let's talk a little bit about best and worst hair ever at the Oscars in history. Okay. I'll go back to the very first memory I have which is Michelle Williams in Yellow Jacket. Oh, my God. That was amazing. So that was was Oscars 2006. It was when she and Heath Ledger's were still together, and Heath was with us. And she was wearing that magical dress. I agree with you. Like, as a, like, comedian, star, enthusiast, and obviously a red carpet journalist, I had, there are looks that I call my dreams. Like, I remember these looks. They're so iconic and poetic, and you're right. That Michelle Williams one, she was wearing... Um, like a crazy necklace, an amazing piece of bling, and she had a red rose. Was this that whole thing yes. or uh, it was yes. so well, cool? Well, it was low-key alabaster. She spoke of it to me in Jane, and it was red leather. See, I grew up in Jane, and we had all the Jane's, you know, she's clearly uh, in the next A-list actress on everyone's shortlist now, but at the time, we were just getting introduced to that love for her. Most of the world had still known her as Beth Street. Totally. So she was just kind of hitting her stride as a serious, you know, actor and storyteller. And that was kind of like the first award season we got to see her on Grown Ups, and it was amazing. And we look at her differently after that. And then we just saw these kind of shows. That was that show was totally Disney style moment. It was yeah. like you know, it's sort of a groundbreaking moment. I mean, I remember that being probably my favorite ever thing, and that we gave the cast sort of beauty as well after that. So and then people just stuck in place for you. Sophia is definitely one of them. Yes. I mean, you will love um, my second call-out because she, this is what I think that really might be our stereotype. So let's maybe add it to the career deck or one of the number one comments. What year that was. That was recently, I think. My doppelganger. No, you know, that was, um, that was the one. The look with, like, the old Hollywood Bowls. The one that yes, was kind yes, of like yes, a Rita yes, Hayworth, yes. like a modern Rita Hayworth. That was 2008. She was wearing that yes, green yes, dress. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I loved it. And there's something about rednecks and greens. They know that Julia and Maury's done that combo, too, and it always stands out. And there's, there's great... And I don't know why, but it's just kind of great in that movie. That tactile, like, you know, and even Jeff Green and Jeff Hill always look top, top. That was a moment of classic Hollywood 
exactly. We don't really sell where we're trying to get food safe on it. It's usually just kind of fairy-like in a way. We just don't give them plastic wrap. Actually, or not one flower wrap, not one single flower wrap. That's not that good, though. No, I'm yeah. Saying, there is something to those old flowers that that, like, S wave that just looks so, it just says movie star. You know, like, if you wanted to wear it to a big Maybach party and you wore your hair like that, people would tell you she was going to be there. Totally. Especially when you're, like, five grand on, like, an old school classic look. And this actually is a perfect segue to my, one of my third favorites. Um, and this is not because I did her hair. It's actually more about the full look. And this is when you think about ultra modern, as you see on modern award shows, that doesn't involve a big ball gown, that doesn't involve a tux suit, but still reeks of, you know, modern luxury. Yeah. And that was uh, Calvin Klein's Sanchicia, that sweater he wore. Oh, I Remember love it. From the floor? I love it. It was so, it was like so sexy. But the hair, you guys, yeah. Simple. Yeah. Cute. It was down straight up underneath. I remember her specifically saying, like, I just don't want to look old. Right. She's like, I don't want to look like an old lady. I want to be simple and modern. She's like, that's all she said to me. She's like, I just want to be simple and modern and conversational. And it honestly is one of my favorites, not only of that night, but of all time, because we're so used to seeing, like, opulence and ball gowns and, like, you know, decolletage. And here she is doing something, like, metallic and tight and to the floor. It's so And cool. the straight hair. And, like, it was just really cool. And it was so yeah. authentic. Like, it was just great, you know? That totally. That range of, like, classic to modern. But the cool thing about hair like that is that you could wear that hair to the office and you'd have a big meeting. But you're I think Max can wear her hair like that all the time, you know? But when I you're doing it. Fall out with this style today. And she just said, you know what? I really just want to go simple. Like, I don't want a tux suit. And I'm like, okay, let's do that. You know, like, and just the fact that she casually touched it made it even more interesting to me. Um, but tell the truth. Is that, like, is that, like, the hair equivalent of your makeup now? Like, does it take hours and hours to make it look like the hair that you actually think you want? Yeah, you know what? We Listen, every, some people have hair like that, and she does not. So, yes, it does take a long time to get, like, simply created. And, you know, she had been presented so many styles in the past, and I think when I was a little more passionate, uh, not in the fashion industry, that I think she wanted it to be really trendy. So, at that moment, yes, it was a lot of work. But, you know, hey, you can always ask Coach Ray Bennett what he thinks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You would never know. I mean, what product? just wanted your hair to look soft and silk, silky like every day, what product would you recommend people use to gently dry hair? Okay. Well, I think the most important thing is you've got to use a serum. So if you're not using a serum in your hair, um, actually that's a really rich subject because you're never really going to get that silky crispness that can happen in a tight fit. So, you know, you can get crisp for all reasons. So drug store, definitely say you don't want to have shaves in it. Because it's lightweight, it dissolves into the hair, and it's really good to like give it a good workout because it then becomes really slippery. Then finishing it off with some crisp moss. Dry oil oh. is awesome because dry oil does not leave your ends greasy, but still gives you that high impact diamond ends that might be a little frazzled and dry. If you're afraid to get too much oil, because it'll start to look oily. So the, the combination of the two is awesome. Let me ask you a question. When you were doing. Dirty hair before like that. How did it actually become? Did, did they 
go back to was use the band. I don't even really know what that looks like. That's what it looks like. Oh, uh, let me show you. Let me see. Let's, let me see the. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Those little like dance pants where it's uh, yeah, kind of flexing together. It was in the style of an old ladies go to the salon like once every two weeks and they put their hair in coils and then like you know. Yeah, they were very fun (laughs) and they're exactly what you're talking about because it's it was you know it's very medieval in the sense right you can tell they're medieval and so kind of that's why I remember I'm like man like the thing about this movie man it's it's you know it's like such a hot body and like definitely fun in their head event too like you can tell it's really in there but just the way it was styled back then it looks too easy if that's the right word like it looks like all these pants were sewed with hand sewed sort of stitching for definition <laughs> and they look spiky and they're almost like spiky and they look like a very normal hair looks better wearing those like i don't know what happened with that no what I happened know. on a red carpet night and with a celebrity and with a queen and like the ego is it like a plastic surgeon that has to be in michael jackson and like his kobe like how does a hairstyle like that even happen you know, on the night of, it's like, it's everybody just like, oh, my God, yeah, you look amazing. I mean, listen, for all I know, that was what the goal was. <laughs> and, and it just didn't translate, you know? Like, I don't think that they made it on, on the stage. I'm sure that that's what the goal was, and it just maybe didn't go to that. And honestly, there is, I think, one of the biggest regrets probably ever on stage is to do that on the hair. Sometimes including myself, some judges can't say that in front of me, as well as they did in real life. Like the way the lighting is in the hair, like the way the backdrop is, some of the shoots make the hair look bad, some the shoots not in the sense of the shoot that looks good. Like it is sometimes that is unpredictable. Why it's though? It's a little unpredictable. How do you plan for that? Do you are, do you start to take out the things that aren't taking place? I'm 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 real close circuit. I I'm not a regular person. Usually on award shows like this, I'll do it on the smallest project, but it was never going to get that prominent because I just won't take the risk on it. And now they're going to go through the risk, you know what I mean? They're just like, whatever, let's just do it this way. And I just never want to touch it because I'm always like, let's play it safe. What do you think we're going to see on Sunday? What do you think the big songs are going to be this year? I am actually thinking we're going to see things being a little more out. It can go two ways. Now, justifications for either way. One, we might see things being pared down a lot because it's a serious time in our world and our planet and our country. People have been wearing black for these award shows. There's a sense of intellectualism there's a sense of i care there's a sense of like let's not be silly and let's not do like fake crazy obnoxious things because it just doesn't sound like you care about the planet you're more more concerned about how big your hands can be right now (laughs) so you might have women change the background entirely just like no i just want the simple suit and nothing crazy this year or because they're going through with this i think and some chicks will be wearing all black again there might even be a dude like you know what wear black just put your hair back because i can't do anything with the dress because it's just black you know so you might get either or you really might get the extremes of either or you might get people say so bored of being so simple that they want to say no this is just their last award show and do it of the year or you might get like i don't want to be pressured by my respect for the culture to be beauty right now because what everything's going on right now and i look like someone who doesn't care about the importance of like caring about the weather it could go either way. What kind of trends are you excited about right now? What do you think would be exciting to see on the carpet? Even in a heartbeat, if all they're doing is just cut their hair from like a spool <laughs> and just stop with the look and just do it on the hair cut, that would be amazing. You know what I mean? I'm just so drawn by these like trendy haircuts and stuff like that. I was looking at a picture of Sarah Lott this morning and I thought, which model can I give this haircut to just so I can... Which haircut? It's a pretty 70s set 